Cajun lady, Mississippi queen, the swamp. Welcome in. It is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Todd's jamming on his side of the swamp. It's a beautiful day. Started out raining and dark and windy and loud. And anyway, now it's just pretty, pretty, pretty. Todd, what's happening? Mountains moving around Mississippi Queen. I think that's a one-hit wonder. But the beat and the starting out gets things kind of growing. It's a good Since this is the uh, same day that started out, I had to go up to Big Dallas this morning. I went a little bit early. Got there a little bit before 5 o'clock morning. Got into the monsoon season. Uh, <laughs> but, but finally got there. Oh, my goodness. I was about to exit off 175, and there's a car over on the right shoulder. Did the old 360, 360, and oh, headed, well. headed toward us, and ended up selling down there on the uh, shoulder. I, I'm just saying, a lot of people out there, even at that time in the morning, when it's raining, I don't know if you really still need to go like it's 85, you know. Speed up, but anyway, got up there, got up there and back. Had to go around Presbyterian Hospital in that area, but anyway, that's uh, here or there. And he but lived to tell. It's not like the same day when I came home. Uh, sunshine, it's seen softly through my, my window today. But anyway, got through it. Here we go. Made it through. And uh, what's going on on your side of the swamp? Well, you know, the Super Bowl, it's kind of a big deal to some people. And the commercials are, some people only watch it for the commercials. Well, they were disappointed. But uh, sure were. Social media exploded with reaction videos after that Tubi commercial where everybody thought that their TV you know, they make, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. it makes something it look like, the TV. yeah, something happened to the TV and that they're streaming. So people thought they like hit the remote or something and they're, they're flipping yeah. back to other stations. So apparently that happened to a lot of people. Um, so, so that's kind of a thing. Harley Davidson. Oh, what's going on? Well, a 1908 Harley Davidson motorcycle sold for $935,000, making it the most expensive bike ever sold at an auction. And uh, I guess this, they found it in a barn in Wisconsin. Wow. Wisconsin. It would, have, it would be up there. Yeah. That's the home of them, up in Wisconsin. Well, apparently this guy kept it for 66 years, and they restored it, and there's uh, many of its original parts, which makes it more rare. But they did have to work on some other stuff. I tell you what's rare about the Harley-Davidson uh, dirt bike. They did make a dirt bike back in the seventies. It was a hundred cc. For whatever reason, they didn't go over. But right now, if you have one and can get a hold of one in good shape, you've got another uh, gold nugget right there. I guess I wanted one. Uh, but the price was just way out. So I just got a, a 185 Suzuki. And, uh, Toad Todford. I like, yeah. 
which I liked it. But I'm going to tell you what, I, I saw the Harley Davidson uh, dirt bike at at a motorcycle show. Actually, uh, Evil Knievel was there and he jumped a few buses downtown. He's over in Dallas, over in Convention Center. And uh, he cleared those buses. That's awesome. And that's the first time that they introduced the jet ski. Kaisaki came out and he's and they had this big old video screen that's showing a little bit and, and they had one in a above the ground pool type thing sitting in there floating. You could see it and you're like going, huh? Was it the stand up or did they already have the sit down? It was it was a sit down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh it was green, of course, Kaisaki is kind of their cover. Let the good times roll. But it's uh yeah. That was something to see. See oh uh oh evil jump over those buses and then uh to see a jet ski for the first time. Pretty cool, Dad. Times rolled. Todd down. was there. He was there. <laughs> scary. <laughs> I yeah. remember your bike and you you yeah. could have ridden it on the street, but there was hard to get a part for it or something. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Actually, I think uh, Kobe gave it to somebody. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he said, hey, Daddy, uh, so-and-so says he can work on it, fix it. And so he took it, and I hadn't seen it since, and that's fine. <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. Well, uh, you know, I said Harley. That's Harley right. Davidson. Well, that's from Fletch Lives, which I'm uh, bringing up my brother again said Fletch Lives is one of the best sequel names for a movie. Fletch and Fletch Lives, also Arthur and Arthur on the Rocks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, he had a few of them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, you know, sometimes you, you get out, you just want to go home. You're just out, got to get back in. <laughs> That's what they say. Well, this dog... Um, apparently he was missing from or she who names Bailey was missing from her new Texas home so she was adopted out but she was found two days later after walking 10 miles to her former shelter she rang the doorbell here she is looking in and uh it's El Paso um, went, went to the doorbell yeah did you see the picture yeah, yeah. looking okay. right in saying and then the lady goes I'll be darned at 1.42 in the morning. She's ringing the doorbell like, I'm home. That's the shelter founder. Yeah. And uh, what Amazon? That she was <laughs> delivery. <laughs> we're 24 hours a day now. And uh, we're hurting for employees, so we're hiring dogs. Bailey was reunited with her new family, and all was well. Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. Mama was right on Valentine's. You never know what you're going to get. Well, Jenny. the legendary box of confectionery, which were used as Forrest Gump's prop on the set of the film, were sold for Valentine's Day. So the chocolate box. But there's four ounces of sand in it, so it will stay weighted on his lap. There's no I chocolate in there. But when he's moving his hands and stuff, they need that to stay on his lap and not fall. So that's what you get. And that was $25,000. Wow. You well, know, you don't know what you're going to get. I'll empty out one of those heart boxes and hand it to you if you hand me back twenty-five grand. Right. Put some sand in there. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I might even need... Well, 
We're going to do a break it down segment here. Break it down. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. So, birthday 1943, Eric Anderson, American folk music singer, songwriter. Listen to who he who recorded songs written by him. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Judy Collins. The Girl Linda Ronstadt. Oh, great. The Grateful Dead and many others. He took part in the Festival Express Tour across Canada in 1970 with The Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, The Band, Delaney Bramlett, and others. Well, he needs some people to use to do his songs. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, yes, right there. And then there's uh, a Valentine for you. 1973, David Bowie collapsed on stage during a concert at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. That's all it says. Doesn't say why. Doesn't <laughs> say yeah, like how he did. Let's just say dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's always safe. Well, the rain turned to sunshine, and uh, Coffin basketball plays tonight. The girls will be in Forney. I, I think tonight's senior night. Uh, for the guys? Yeah. O'Page should be his last Uh-oh. performance. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, the girls, they get into the, the tournament now. They're dancing. So they're at 630 at Forney, and then yeah. the guys are at Kaufman at maybe 7 or 730. Yeah. They'll be the Let's district go. champs after tonight. I guess they already are. I think they've already won enough. To, whatever. Hey, it's Valentine. I don't know you heard about it. Uh, uh, oh, that's a deal, right? Uh, a week from today, 31 years ago, it's when we jumped on the big airplane and went to North Carolina. But anyway, what happens around this house? But I looked up and said, Foods for Valentine. Okay. Popular Foods for Valentine. And the women. That's what it, that's what it comes Well, you know, if, if it's on Oprah and on the internet, you know it's true. So anyway, the lemon is a species of small evergreen tree in the flowering plant family Rutaceae, native to Asia, and apparently a big deal at Valentine. Okay. Well, this is what it will do and for you. What can happen? Lemon is a good source of vitamin C and phytonutrients. These have antioxidant properties which help in reducing the risk of cancer. There you go. Eat you some of that box of chocolates and drink it down with lemonade. The vitamin C present in lemon is also effective in improving skin quality. It helps to reduce skin wrinkling and dryness from aging. Lemonades with digestion. Drinking warm Water with lemon every morning helps with digestive systems movements. Okay. But even, you know, if it's a big candy in, in Valentine, that's good to know. But you can do it year round, every day. Even though it doesn't, I don't think of lemon and Valentine together. Even I don't or whatever. You can still have possible side effects. And this is what they might be. Lemon is highly acidic and can cause skin irritations. Common symptoms include excessive dryness, redness, and skin peeling. I guess of the human skin. I don't know if it's of the lemon skin. I don't know. Yeah, they but, should have clarified on that one. Yeah, yes. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Well, not this time. But this is what the recommendations are. Lemon can aid to a healthy well-being. 
it is recommended that a person adds three-fourths of a cup of lemon juice to water per day. And there you go. When he was the least expected. That's lemon. just an odd, yeah, because, you know, kind of makes you, it's tart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tart. Like that would, I don't know. All I know is I've been through Valentine, Texas. Have Valentine, you been there? Texas. Oh, you actually you have. You probably didn't remember it. You pretty well. But Valentine, Texas is a town in Jeff, Jeff Davis County, way out west Texas. Population was 134 at 2010 census, down from 187 at the 2000 census. But let me tell you what likes to be done there. Valentine, Texas. Today, Valentine is known mainly for its post office, which receives an abundance of cards every year to be stamped and sent to Valentine's all over the country. Valentine's also known for a little movie called Dancer, Texas, population 81, which was filmed there in the surrounding area in 1997. So on Highway 90, just keep heading west and you'll get to El Paso. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, just a little bit back right is Valentine, Texas. Original lyrics, folks. There you go. Anyway, that's what you got going there about time. Even there's a loving Texas west of, say, like Fort Worth or something. People like to send their cards through there. I think Loving Texas is maybe have 10 people <laughs> in it, but they have a post office. So, huh. yeah, I know. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you one thing I guess that you can do here in our breakdown segment. Break it down. Yeah. Break down, go to town. Boots, scoot, and boogie. How would you like to go to the Maverick game last night? And you're sitting there, and it's halftime, and, you know, you go hope to see the dogs jumping around with the rings or somebody slam dunking in a some kind of animal suit or whatever. But the announcer, who is the ordained minister, follow well. I don't like where this is going. He married two people at midcourt. First time in the NBA game. Well, I'd hope so, and I'd hope it'd be the last. The last, yeah. Because we're breaking this down. Oh, man, I've never been to a Maverick game in my life. This is so exciting. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. Wait, what? <laughs> my gosh. Full-fledged people down there on both sides, and here we are. Is there anybody uh, who doesn't think these two should uh, be married? Man. Yeah. About 12,000 people in the stands to please have a streaker go through that. All right? Where's the dancing dogs? Yeah. Golly. Well, we just broke that down. Break it down. Yeah. Broke down, go to town. Man. That's rough now. Help us. Yeah. Help us. I don't want to go to any wedding, much less at a yeah. basketball game. Um, that better not happen tonight. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, man, 
Well, I'll tell you what, though. How do palm trees survive strong winds? Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't really know, here's the answer from the farmer's almanac. Palm trees have one terminal bud. If the bud and trunk escape injury and the roots hold, the tree will live. Studies show that native palms, especially sable palm, are more likely to survive than exotics in certain conditions. Some, such as the royal palm, allow their fronds to be snapped off in high winds. That's fronds and hops, <laughs> which help to reduce wind resistance and damage to trunk and bud. The fronds eventually grow back. Wow. So, hey, we watched some palm trees over the years being in Florida. We'll go straight up Ooh. to kind of bent over the, the our neighbor yeah. there. And we have pictures like Kobe called it the king of the hill picture with all the guys out front. <laughs> Clark. And that big old knee brace, but those trees were straight up when we moved there, and now they've bent over from the storms. But big they, old tall palm tree. They yeah. just like wave back and forth, but they don't, they don't break. Well, here's a little weather history, which I know y'all love to hear it. Farmer's Almanac, which that started in 1792 by Robert B. Thomas. On August 22nd, 1968, roads in St. Paul, Alberta were covered with hailstones six inches deep. Hell uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know. Oh, but since it is February, and it's it's heart month, Valentine month. Oh, I see. And uh, we're going to work into uh, the stroke warning signs, which I'm surprised if I would have but I went to the Mavic game last night, <laughs> and I look up, and that's about to take place. I imagine there was some stroke people. You know, people that might have got in that eager doll a little bit, too, they're saying, hey, boy. I mean, I can't even imagine. Who's the deal with help that? Us, help the people. And how did they I, I, get I make know. that happen? There's probably a big story. If somebody tells me about it, I'll probably just... It's a wedding. Okay, well, okay. It's, yeah. Did, did everybody get cake? All or? I know is the next time I go to church and a basketball game breaks out <laughs> up there on stage, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I'm just, that would really be the complete slam dunk, which you do see at baptisms. You know, <laughs> the duck. So, but anyway. So, you, you told me, I've been dunked. Sprinkled on. <laughs> yeah. All I know is heart attack and other cardiovascular diseases are America's number one killer. And there's the stroke warning signs, which is nothing to hee-haw about. So if you're ever around someone or if it's happened to you or somebody that you're around at the time, which will allow a lot of people. Stroke warning signs. Face drooping. Does one side of the face droop or is it numb? Ask the person to smile. Man, you know, I might start doing that just for grins out there at Walmart. Because <laughs> I tell you, catch a smile there and see what happens. Anyway, arm weakness. Is one arm weak or numb? Ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift downward? Speech difficulty. Is speech slurred or are they unable to speak or are they hard to understand? Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence. Like, the sky is blue, or Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
is the sentence repeated correctly? Anything in doubt, whatever, call 911. Mental health number is what? 988. That's right. This is for stroke signs. All right, a hard thing. Again, do not self-evaluate. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. Dolly Parton. Well, Dolly's on it again. Again, she was it's, on it yesterday. She's on it today. It, you know, don't feel sorry for yourselves. Just you got to keep on keeping on going. That's just kind of the way it is. Well, that's about all I got to multiply, subtract, add, and divide. The... Uh, Weather has turned out gorgeous. I think I, I read today high 70s. And uh, it's just going to be Valentine's. And the way you look at it, all day and half the night. About this time every year. Yeah. You got anything else to push out with it? Well, you can check out that gin library. That's got, what I mean by breaking down. Break it down. We got yeah. 10 books to break down. Yeah. Read them up. One week from today, like Dad said, February 21st, the adventure began 31 years yeah. ago. And you can read along in The Day Ain't Over Yet, a CF Dad's journal by Todd Michael Gent, available on Amazon. All the links to our books are on Swamp Productions Facebook. And uh, we appreciate you reading. Have a great day. Get out there and then come back in and read a book or two by the Gents. Thanks. And and as I was walking over the breezeway over Greenville, going into the Presby uh, Hospital, little old, like a dermatologist over there I had to visit, I did look down and the old Jason's Deli building oh. is still there. And where the Jason's Deli sign was, you can still make out it's Jason's. Uh -huh. the, you know, that's a story. Brought by, that's a story right there 31 years ago, right there. Oh, hey. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and his kid. I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid. Hey, let's make it count. Woo!